Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, business, body, health, wellness from where you are right now to being unstoppable. And today's topic is about when it doesn't work out, what do you do? So as promised yesterday, I said that I would bring you an update as to what's going on with COVID in my state here of Melbourne, Victoria. And it's a perfect topic because things didn't work out the way that I was expecting today. Uh, so we have just a, a, a quick recap if this is the first time you're listening to this. So in Melbourne, Victoria, uh, we are living under the tightest restrictions of anywhere in the world and have been for seven months. The rest of the country is uh, pretty much open. Uh, but we are very much uh, closed. So my studio has been closed for seven months. It hasn't been able to be open to the public. Um, so I've innovated with my business and I'm Zoom calling and I'm doing uh, my sessions out in parks and that kind of stuff, the physical training and the rest of it is via Zoom. And so uh, what we were expecting today was to at least be allowed to train more people out in the park. So I'm allowed to train two people only at a time and I was hoping that it would go up to 10 uh, today. But that didn't happen, so there's no change for me. The changes uh, socially are that the, we're only able to travel uh, five kilometers from our home. That's increased now to 25 kilometers. We uh, had a limit of two hours of exercise outdoor. Uh, that has now been removed. And we can now gather up to 10 people from two households outdoors, uh, but that's it. Not 10 people from 10 households or um, um, uh, what, five households and two people from each. It's only two households and 10 people maximum. Uh, all retail is still closed. Uh, tourism, hospitality, cafes, all of that kind of stuff is still closed. Now, they have suggested that in two weeks' time, they may, if things continue to go well, we may go to the next stage, which is uh, having uh, me being able to have 10 people out in the park at one time um, and retail uh, reopening. Um, ironically, hairdressers can open now, uh, which seems ridiculous uh, that a hairdresser can open given the proximity that you need to be working uh, with somebody to cut their hair and do all that kind of stuff. But uh, at least that is one side of um, the business that has been able to open up again. And dog groomers, I believe, can open up again as well. So what does it mean when things just don't work out the way that you're expecting them to. Well, I've come up with a four-step approach to this. And the first one is to say, well, what does it actually mean to you? Well, for me, I guess it's frustrating, uh, but it doesn't change what I do tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow just is exactly the same. Uh, what it does mean is that I can't, look, there is absolutely no announcement as to when I can possibly open the studio again. I predicted in July that we probably wouldn't be able to open the studio again this year, which just seems ridiculous. Uh, but by then, we'll be shut for nine months. Nine months. Now tell me, 
What business can you shut down for nine months without it having a detrimental impact? And this is why so many people in the industry will have just left by now, gone broke. Uh, so many businesses are just screaming to be left open or to you know, be able to be open again. And uh, not to mention the seemingly unspoken impact that it's having on uh, everybody's mental health. It's, um, it's simply crazy and dumbfounding, uh, the impact that, uh, that it's having. So um, what does it mean to me? It means that I just keep going as I'm going. Uh, I have um, no idea when we're going to open again. But what I do know is that I've got a bunch of people that love working with me and I can keep working with them. And uh, we're heading into summer as well and people want to feel good about their bodies and move more. Uh, so I'm sure over this next week, I'm going to get a lot more inquiries about people wanting to, uh, to get moving. Uh, but it's creating a huge problem for people's health because you've got the physical health, you've got the uh, increasing risk of um, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cancers, because of uh, the fact that people are putting on more and more weight. We already know that the, um, the number of cancer tests are down in Victoria by something like 125,000 tests that are down, that are normally done uh, at this time. It's, it's a terrible state. It really is. And I don't think that they, they really get that. But what does it mean to me? It means that tomorrow business is as usual and I'll be helping just as many people as I did last week. Step two, what does this mean to me? I think you've got to find a, a way to rant, get it out of your system and get over it as quick as you can. Uh, because, I mean, we've been here before, we're, we're expecting an announcement to give us some really great news and it just doesn't come. It really just doesn't come. And I think about, uh, you're gonna keep people locked down even further, particularly in my industry. Is there gonna be more support uh, for businesses that um, are really, really battling. There's been no discussion about that at this stage. Um, it, it seems ludicrous that they have branded uh, the health and fitness industry as dirty, high risk and um, incapable of providing a service in a COVID safe manner. It just, it defies belief given the millions of sessions that have been conducted uh, interstate and there has not been one case transmitted within a gym environment. Uh, so it's, it's dumbfounding, it, it really is. Uh, but um, I've had my little rant and I got over it and uh, we just keep moving on, which is really about the third step, about just staying focused on what it is that you can control. Um, yet the reality is that even though most people may not have predicted it, uh, I made a curl earlier in the year and said that I don't think we're going to be open again this year because um, the philosophy of the state government where I live is that let's just keep shutting things down and keep it restricted and hope like hell 
that a vaccine becomes available by March next year. That's what they've got their money banking on. If we can just suppress it for that long, then once we get a vaccine, we'll be right. Now, the reality is that we will probably go through the whole of 2021 without a vaccine, and it's probably not going to be 2022 till we get one. So I can see that we get well into next year and we still are living under these type of restrictions. I can see Christmas being under these type of restrictions as well. Um, it's, it's just crazy. But what I can do is focus on the things that are important to me. I'm not going to be able to control any of that other stuff that other people make decisions on, but I can control where my mind's at. And I can control my COVID strategy and what it is that I'm working on. And if I look at this last week, my goodness, uh, I was so busy just in coaching uh, people and client-facing time uh, was just ridiculous. I barely had time to stop and scratch myself and do work on those things that I've uh, been able to over um, the past seven months. Uh, so if I can uh, just stay focused on those things, there's still so much that can be done, so much more innovation, so much more creation of um, positive uh, outcomes for people. And uh, to me, that's, that's exciting. That's why I do what I do. And I know certainly in my state, the longer this goes on, people are more and more in need and becoming more desperate of something to improve their physical and mental health. And that's what I'm here uh, to help people with. So I think the key is, you know, stay focused on those things. And then the last point is uh, don't waste time procrastinating. Uh, don't, don't get lost in all the stuff that you can't control. Uh, stay focused on what you can do. Don't procrastinate about, man, what if it was this and how long is it going to be and when are we going to get to this point? It's just not worth it. It's going to uh, end you up in a place that is just painful. It's just annoying. It's just disappointing. And there's no good to be found there. <laughs> so the best thing to do is to... Uh, just focus on what it is that you can control, that positive energy and, um, you know, sometimes things just don't work out uh, for whatever reason. Obviously, I'm talking about the COVID situation uh, here for me, but um, th there are just times when things just don't work out and uh, life has taught me this. Even though we may not understand it at the time, things happen for a reason. And even though in the moment of the emotion, the pain, the frustration, the loss, whatever it is, we don't understand it, upon reflection, you'll find that there's good to be found in this. There is growth to be found in this. There is learning. There is opportunity to be found when things don't go wrong. Oh, sorry, when things don't go right, when things don't work out. It's just that in the moment, we often don't see it. But it's because of that pain and frustration that you're given an opportunity to learn to grow and become a better version of yourself, a stronger version of yourself. And you may not find it in that instant, but maybe you will. But certainly in the minutes, hours, 
days, months, weeks, years afterwards, you'll look back and say, that was a defining moment for me. That was a time when I was so frustrated and so annoyed and things were so much out of my control that were determining uh, my livelihood that I had to do this. And in doing that, I created a way better version of myself. I remember when I was looking for my, uh, my new house and studio, I had four real estate deals fall through. And each one, uh, for me, was like, yeah, this is the one. This is the one. To, the, to, um, to some extent, I had, um, in one, the first case, I'd signed a contract. No, actually, no, I hadn't signed a contract. That one was subject to a building inspection and a building inspection which took um, ages for us to, um, to get through the Section 32 documentation. Uh, it was a disaster, so I stepped away from that. And my second one was buying a block of land and I put a deposit on the land and uh, subject to uh, satisfactory soil tests, did the soil test and that was a disaster. There was a solid rock underneath it and that was going to cost me an extra $100,000 just to get to the front door. I'd, um, I pulled out of that contract. They refused to repay my deposit. I threatened to sue them and in the last minutes before the deadline ran out, they repaid the money. My next one uh, signed the contract and uh, that one of the vendors signed the contract. The partner of the vendor refused to sign and asked for another $20,000. Uh, and then they pulled out of the, the contract in the cooling off period. Uh, so that one uh, moved away. I then found a block of land in the street that I'm living in now and uh, I went in to put an offer on, on that and they told me that the block sold 10 minutes ago and I was like so incredibly frustrated and I thought, man, what is going on here? And, and um, I was working with the one um, a real estate agent and he said to me, Rob, it's just not meant to be. And I said, that's easy for you to say because you don't have any emotional attachment uh, put into this. Uh, but he was very right because later that day of that disappointment of having the property sold 10 minutes ago, I had a phone call from uh, another block in the same street uh, with a guy that said, uh, do you still want the block? And I said, well, yeah, I do. How much? And um, he offered to drop the price by, it was about $20,000. On, no, it wasn't that much. Actually, I think it was about how much? Was it? About seventeen thousand dollars, I think, uh, compared to the other block uh, in the same street. And because of that, I now have the the nicest house, the biggest and most beautiful studio that I've ever had. And none of that would have been possible if any one of those other things had come to fruition. And even though I didn't know it at the time, I knew that those things have created that. And if I think about all the other painful things that have gone wrong in my, my life, if you like, um, or have seemed wrong at the time, have been gifts in, in the making. It's just that I didn't see them that way at the time. But on looking back, I can see that they were defining moments that really have helped create the person that I am, 
shape me as a human being, shape me as a coach, and help me become you know, the best um, father that I can be because of the pain that I've had to go through. So when things don't work out, there's a gift in there. You've just got to find what it is. That's the thing. I was bullied for, um, for years as a young kid because I was small and, and that caused me a lot of pain uh, for many, many years and had a, a dramatic impact on my self-esteem. But upon reflection, it was probably the best gift that I could have to help me help others improve their self-esteem, to help me create uh, the version of myself and the, the, with the body, the health, the mindset that I want so that I can pass that on to my kids and so that they can pass it on to their kids, but so I can have a, a more of a global impact on people uh, to help them live happier, healthier, more satisfied lives. And all of that came from pain. So the gift is there for you. You just have to find it. So things didn't work out today, but there's a gift in there for me too. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. Stay safe. We'll be out of lockdown eventually. See you tomorrow.